Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hypopolyglot, a podcast dedicated to the art and science of learning languages. I'm your host, Thad Schmenk, and I'm glad that you're listening in. Today, I'm going to clarify the meaning of the term hypopolyglot, as well as explain how it came to be the name of this podcast. So stay tuned in. Before I reveal the meaning of the word hypopolyglot, I would like to define two other related terms first. I would like to start with the word polyglot, which describes a person who has a high degree of proficiency in six or more languages. And it comes from the Greek adjective poly, meaning many, and the Greek noun glotta, meaning tongue. And my sources estimate that around 3 to 5% of people in the world fall into this category. Then there is the term hyperpolyglot, and it too comes from the same Greek stems, but this time the Greek adjective hyper, meaning over or beyond, was added, resulting in a term that describes a person over or beyond a polyglot. In fact, in order to don this title, you have to obtain a high degree of proficiency in 12 or more languages. And my sources estimate that around 1-2% to of people in the world are considered to be hyperpolyglots. Then, there is the word and title of this podcast, hypopolyglot. And as you may have already guessed, it too comes from the same Greek roots, but this time the prefix hypo, meaning under or below, was added resulting in a term that describes a person who is under or below a polyglot. Thus, if a polyglot speaks six or more languages, then a hypopolyglot is someone who speaks five or less. And if I do my math correctly, this also means that roughly 95% of people in the world would be considered to be a hypopolyglot. Now this term hypopolyglot is a bit different from the other two in one particular way, in that to the best of my knowledge and numerous keyword searches, you will not find this word in a dictionary. Because up until now, it didn't exist. I took some linguistic liberty and created it specifically for this podcast. Now, I know that many listeners out there might be asking themselves, with 160,000 words in the Oxford English Dictionary, this guy had to go and make up a new word? So, allow me a moment to explain. The name hypopolyglot definitely satisfies the advice that you get from watching a lot of how-to videos and talking with a lot of other podcasters, all of which give the advice to have a title for your show that is both unique and doesn't entangle you in a lot of copyright issues. And a new word definitely accomplishes this. However, I also wanted the name of the show to go beyond these two criteria. I hoped that the title would include as many people as possible. And I think including 95% of the world's population checks that box. I also wanted my title to be related to the goal of the podcast, which is talking about the art and science of learning languages. Now, several friends and family members did advise me that this name might be too obscure or too hard to remember to be the name of a show. But once I thought about how this new word might eventually help resolve an issue that exists in the multilingual world, I just couldn't let it go. You see, language learners often have to deal with a lot of labels, like monolingual, bilingual, trilingual, or multilingual. And while these terms have their use, I have found that people rarely fit cleanly into one of these labels or categories. In fact, I find that most people's status is constantly fluctuating as their unique combinations of fluencies ebb and flow over time. 
Let me use myself as an example. I consider myself to have a high degree of fluency in two languages, English and German. And I used to be an advanced speaker of Japanese, having lived and taught there for three years. But because I've not been able to sustain contact with the language, my proficiency has definitely diminished. And throughout my life, I've studied Latin, and I've also obtained various levels of fluency in American Sign Language and Italian. And I'm currently working towards my B2 or intermediate level as a Spanish speaker. So when people ask me if I'm bilingual or trilingual, I never really know how to answer without getting into a long-winded explanation. Oftentimes, I just answer with, well, I'm sort of a hybrid. But now, I think I'll answer with, I'm a hypopolyglot, as it's both fitting and accurate. So welcome, fellow hypopolyglots. By the mere nature that you speak a language or a combination of languages, I think you can officially consider yourself to be a hypopolyglot as well. And I hope that you will enjoy using this podcast, as it is intended to support fellow hypopolyglots to share meaningful insights into language and language learning, as well as to build a supportive language learning community for all of us. Until next time, visit my website at thehypopolyglot.com or send me any questions or feedback you might have at thehypopolyglot at gmail.com. In the meantime, get out there and start chipping away at your next language. This is the Hypopolyglot. <laughs>